1: I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. Joining me today on Psychomedy Daily Dose, it's Callie Beaton. Again, Callie. Hey,
0: thanks for having me back.
1: Oh goodness, it's great to have you back. It's been 30 days since we spoke to you last and you were full of optimism back then, full of, full of hope full of stories about how you were going to fill these 30 days with creativity and pruning your hedge in your front garden and playing the piano and uh, being well. Has that all gone to plan?
0: It's gone so beautifully to (laughs) plan. Um, I've done all of that. Uh, apart from any of the things you mentioned uh, so yes uh, as as some of your lovely listeners will know because I'm not one to suffer in silence uh, and I did daily updates for the last 30 days mm. but yesterday is 30 days since my first symptom of coronavirus so last time I spoke to you was the last time I was what I thought to be virus free but as it turns oh, my out goodness yeah yeah
1: were you feeling bad at all on that call, or were you just totally well on that call? And then immediately afterwards, you started to feel terrible. I'm not saying there's a well, link.
0: Well, weirdly, right before I spoke to you, I felt great. Then during the call, awful. After as as I got off the call, I felt good again. Uh, so I thought I just had it for the duration of the call. But then, uh, weirdly, that night, uh, in the dead of night, my, my temperature went from being that of oh, normal human to um, something a little bit higher than a normal human so yeah it was all rather rather sudden and from the next day on in I was somewhat ill
1: oh my goodness and it's been 30 days
0: 30 days which how long was Noah's ark Noah's ark and was that <laughs> how long was, was that 100 days
1: are you saying you've had a virus of biblical proportions <laughs>
0: yeah I think it's um because also they all did it two by two so I probably did more than like a sloth or an armadillo did back on that arc so uh, yeah I've had a Noah's Ark style uh COVID experience and I had a couple of false dawns probably like Noah did um I don't know if you saw the the recent movie rendition of Noah Noah, um whatever his name was in it it'll come to me my brain's a bit mushy anyway I felt like I had a few false dawns
1: uh, Mm, just like, like just like Noah
0: yeah, I'm going to look up while we're talking who did Noah in that because it was, um, oh Mel, I think it might be Mel Gibson, um, I'm going to tell you. But anyway, yeah, it was like that. It was epic. It was biblical. Um, it was very, very upsetting. It was Russell oh. Crowe. He was Noah <laughs> in a really atrocious version of Noah that was released about five years ago. God,
1: I want to see that. That sounds awful.
0: I think everyone will have seen it by the end of lockdown because we're all running out of di- <laughs> we've all run out of Tiger thing a while ago. So um, lockdown so, yeah. would have <laughs> to go on a
1: long time for us to watch Noah starring Russell Crowe. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I don't know. I will ask you in 30 days <laughs> yeah. and you'll get on with that resolution. So yes, it's been um, it's been a right laugh and mm. um, yeah. And I I've, I found myself was I well I must have been prematurely cohabiting when I spoke to you. So the, mm. the lucky lucky man who met me uh, eight months ago uh he's had the pleasure of prematurely cohabiting with me because it was one of those all or nothing
1: decisions
0: (laughs) people have had to make Uh, and three days after he moved in i got covid so yeah he's been he's really been so so happy
1: (laughs) and he's been with you for this time has he
0: Yeah, well, he had no choice. It was a sort of proper hostage, a sort of moral hostage situation. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so he uh, I think he's had a more miserable time with me in a month than he had with his ex wife (laughs) for 13 years. So (laughs) we're breaking all kinds of records.
1: But did he stay virus free, did he?
0: Yeah, weirdly, he did. It's amazing. To the point, yeah, I've managed to have a couple of rows with him about the fact he must have given it <laughs> to me asymptomatically uh, in my darker nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, because I was like, well, I didn't see anyone apart from you uh, in the lead up. So it's you. Uh, so at which point he was like, another cup of tea, dear. Uh, so that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So yeah, everyone here, my son has had a lovely time with me ill. And watching a 22-year-old and a 59-year-old man trying to keep house and be yeah. as tenderly was was an experience about which I'd like to write a show for Edinburgh, but I <laughs> can't do that this year.
1: Yeah, there's always there's always in three years' time when we kick it back off. But mm. they, they all stayed virus-free, that's good going. Were they all steering yeah. clear of you or...?
0: I mean, my son, you know, an autistic 22 year old in lockdown, uh, he's not catching anything from anyone. So he's, he's steering clear of the world, uh, <laughs> delightedly. Uh, oh. And then, uh, yeah, the 59 year old hostage, uh, he was no, he didn't really, I mean, he tried to avoid me just for sanity reasons. But no, in terms of germs, um, I don't think we adhered to the two metre mm. rule, not not least because we were posting hilarious selfies of us with masks on <laughs> and me with a thermometer and it was you know we could we couldn't socially distance and be that amusing for our followers.
1: Yeah well that's that's good going maybe I should worry less then when I pass someone at a one meter distance in the park not that I am worried but plenty of people are.
0: Well I think so. I did I, I didn't have like the whole of Hampstead Heath in my bedroom for selfies <laughs> it, was just, it was just the one person with whom I'd been sharing a personal space so I still think I would I would adhere to government guidelines
1: that's
0: my ad- <laughs> That's my advice to you.
1: Are you, saying, are you trying to suggest stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives? Are you trying to suggest that?
0: I'm beginning to even think that those um, alt-right uh, anti-lockdown protesters in the States may not be barking up the right tree. <laughs> That's how extremely I feel about this now. So, um, so yeah, I've got, would, do you think, um, do you think the uh, the Comedy, uh podcasts and pod kittens might like a little couple of tips from me about COVID?
1: I really would. I was about to ask you in all seriousness. I mean, my goodness, 30 days and you had, you had pneumonia, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it turned into pneumonia. Mm. And that's my first top tip. Uh, don't get pneumonia. <laughs> uh, but no, my, my top tip is this. Mm. Uh, is And I wish I'd known this when I got it. So um, you think you've sort of completed COVID in about seven days. That mm. seems to be the general thing. So you have about seven days, and that's what they say on all the websites. Mm. And you do your seven days with your fever and your tight chest, and you're like, oh, I've bounced that rather well. And then you're at risk of your secondary respiratory bit, which is the bit that goes tits up um, Mm. and takes you into hospital if you're unlucky. So I had two quite perky days and went for a couple of, by then I was allowed out because it's only seven days self-isolation for the COVID person.
1: Mm. So I
0: went for a couple of lovely long walks within the hour, but you know, did my Mm. hour walks. And then I got um, a really bad chest infection. And that's when you're at risk. So my chest infection. So my first tip is Mm. uh, if you have what you think is COVID, go really, really rest, like throughout the time you've got symptoms and probably for two or three days beyond, just act like you're still ill.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I think if I hadn't overdone it, maybe I wouldn't have got pneumonia.
1: Yeah, well, in some countries, it's 14 days, isn't it? It's only, I think in this country, it's seven days. So, you know, mm. they were questioning Parliament about that. Should we follow the 14 days? So you're probably saying, yes, follow the 14 days, stay in.
0: Yeah, partly for can take, but also just re- like, I just had no idea how important it was to actually rest and do all the things they tell you to do. But mm. the other thing I didn't know, and this is probably, without being too dramatic, I was very close to ending up in hospital. I got assessed by um, doctors and stuff through, through my GP, mm. and I didn't know there was an option between between hitting the nuke button and calling 111 or going to A&E and just sucking it up on your own I didn't realize you could so I called my GP just to explain the symptoms and they looked at my history of like medical stuff I've had pneumonia before and they prescribed antibiotics in the hope it was a bacterial chest infection and I think if they hadn't done that when they did it things could have got a little bit uglier. So I I was still on like an oxygen gizmo at home and they were, you know, I was loaded up on steroid pills and it was pretty touch and go for about three or four days as to whether I'd end up in hospital. But I would say that if anyone gets it, do think about calling your GP? And the GP did say, they called me every day for days. I was on their COVID watch list. Mm. and they said they're not as busy as they think they should be because they don't mm. think people are daring to call them. So that yeah. is a perhaps actual useful, albeit not at all amusing tip. <laughs> Maybe yes, you can after... come up with a punchline. That,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah after mind. 30 days of COVID and having pneumonia, <laughs> what I want is jokes. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't want the story. I don't want the hard <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think um, I'll get back to you with any jokes, but I think that's important um the kind of calling the G, uh, the, the gp and calling the hospital is what the government is on about now and it's what ca- counselors you know i talk to counselors all the time as you know and you being one yourself you may know this mm. but the, the uptake of um the uh, the uh, the health service and the mental health service is lower than you'd expect i think because people are just sucking up and thinking well what's the threshold for seeking help you
0: know? Yeah, that's really important point, honestly, because I think, and the other thing, uh, seeing as you've brought it around to mental health, and given I know that is a, a smidgen to do with uh, this entire podcast, mm. so the other bit that I felt was a bit of a luxury item was I was feeling woefully blue, mm. but I thought, well, I can't really start saying to the GP or anyone, oh, I feel a bit down, because they'll be like, if you notice there are people dying all mm. around you, I'm sorry if you're a bit weepy, uh, um, but it was only um one of the GPs calling me for the check-ins who said, you know, how? your mental health at which point I cried so much uh, she had to wait and ask me again in five minutes but um, I didn't realize that I was allowed to be feeling quite blue and I have to say again for anyone uh, who's listening and who's going through it or thinks or is worried they might go through it I've, I've rarely felt quite as desolate and blue as I felt these 30 days it's been quite a mental health marathon and that was with me at home with the whole world lockdown and i mean anyone who gets it after lockdown if i'd been in bed for 30 days like that with the world whirring around me and missing gigs and i think you know covid plus fomo would be quite the double whammy but yeah it's definitely been and i I think i'm still it's fair to say a bit post-virally blue still
1: Have you had a think about why the uptake is low? You know, anecdotally, as I say from counsellors, the uptake is low and I know in that business they're expecting a spike after this virus. Is it just because, yeah, people think there's more important things?
0: But also everybody, there's an element, and I found this with my coaching and counselling work, um, both as a patient and a practitioner, there's yeah. an element of feeling that you're, when you're fortunate, you know, like, you know, no one's earning any money in my household, I think three days after we last spoke. Uh, my partner lost his job as well um, so we, we sort of lost all income pretty swiftly yeah. I'm telling you he really has won the lottery, lucky man but um, <laughs> but I think so in this household there was plenty of reason for doom and gloom but I think then we're thinking yeah but we've got a nice house we've got Ocado deliveries we've got an outside <laughs> space and two cats with whom to share the space um, so you sort of feel like well I, I shouldn't be feeling depressed there's always someone who should be have more right to depression than us mm. and I think a really important thing Uh, with depression and anxiety anyway is to sort of know know that it's all right you are allowed to feel that even if you think you should be too privileged to feel it um so I think there is an element of people thinking well there's so many people who got it worse I should probably not bother anyone with it and I, I still find it hard to um to tell to tell people if you'd been doing this with me yesterday I didn't stop crying yesterday for about 14 hours it was quite impressive
1: Goodness that would have been a good 45 minute episode wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah I mean like we, could, we could do that one if you want to call <laughs> me maybe tomorrow uh, that's probably what will be happening then
1: yeah. Oh goodness oh my goodness well I mean it, it's good to I've I'm actually. have on sp- your
0: chips haven't I? You were no. quite perky when, when you called me. <laughs> no, <laughs> now I, you've lost
1: it. Do you know I wasn't I wasn't really um it's kind of I'm very up and down but yeah I just look at people doing worse than me. And thank goodness I'm looking at one right now. You know, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> and you are
0: actually
1: looking at me, I've <laughs> yeah. never done one well,
0: of these looking at anyone before. This
1: is the first time, this is a historic moment on psychomedy. Uh, the first time I've been actually looking into your eyes just cause I wanted to stay on the looking into your eyes. Cause I've obviously cared about you the last 30 days. It's been, it's been terrible. It's so good to see you. Do you feel like you are, I've seen on online today, you're saying that's it over. Do you feel like it's done now? I mean you look I great. Do. You look perky.
0: Well, I've put my best 90 on for you and I'm glad <laughs> you yeah. appreciate it. Um I yeah, I was signed off the COVID list uh right. yesterday, so the doctors calling me have said that even if it if I take a dip it won't be a dangerous dip anymore Mm. and I've handed back my oxygen uh, gizmo back to the surgery so that means I guess they think I don't need it or someone needs it more Mm. so yeah I'm pretty sure I'm over the worst but I do think the other the other thing I would say to anyone who gets it and I am in my better days a marathon runner um so I'm used to stamina exercises but this is definitely the hardest thing I've ever ever gone through Mm. mentally and physically and I do think that um the doctor described it to me as a sore tooth pattern of an illness so you get a little sort of upswing and then you literally just fall off the edge of a cliff symptoms wise mm. and the, the bad bit of the illness every one of those was getting worse so the overall trajectory was not in a good direction and mm. now I'm still going through that sort of sores tooth pattern but the little dips cumulatively are still going upwards can you tell i was never very good at physics my brother's a physicist <laughs> if he heard that he'd be like jesus Callie, and you've knocked your head but um but yeah so it's a, so this idea of a resource tooth thing again if anyone is going through it and lots of mates of mine who've had it have said the same thing it, you get you do get all these false dawns mm. and then you feel so upset that it's not following the narrative arc that none of our Edinburgh shows ever follow, but you hope an illness would have the decency to follow. So um, so if anyone's listening and thinking, oh, I had a couple of days feeling better and then it all went a bit to shit, uh, that is the nature of the illness, just like the nature of your last show, Nathan. I,
1: I, think you've, I think you've discovered, if nothing else, a new structure for an Edinburgh show. Instead of the 40 minute <laughs> dip, we should have like a 10 minute dip, a 20 minute dip. And uh, every time you think it's gonna be funny, no, it gets sad again.
0: Well, you've seen me enough live to know that's always been my (laughs) narrative for my comedy. I just didn't know it was called a saws tooth approach to comedy, and now it is. So yeah.
1: I've never heard that expression before, but I've heard it about. I think. I've heard it about ten now. So.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. You've heard it. Yeah.
1: And um, well, thank you. It's so good to um, see you. Better. Pretty much better, yes. anyway. Pretty much better. And do you have any your? Uh, do you have any tips for mental health? You know, I see. Yes, you're a you're a therapist and a coach. And I, I saw you were offering up your services on the Bill Murray website. Is that right? As a kind of free check in type counselor Yeah. Person. Do yeah. You have, do you have a top tip for anyone that's going through those mental health? Um, you know issues we've got some top tips from our counseling partners thread up on the on the website but is there anything that particularly you found useful to uh to get out of what you were going through
0: Well, one of the things that they ironically say, they, we say when people are suffering from depression is like little outings, you know, doing something that gets you out of the house, um, that maybe even a chance encounter with someone in a shop or whatever is really helpful. Sadly, none of those things are helpful now (laughs) because we're not allowed to do them. But there's some, one of the things that I found most depressing when I was feeling literally isolated and I was too ill for ages to have a zoom call or a conversation with anyone cause I was too breathless. So I had days and days I could not interact with my friends. I was too tired to think straight. Mm. And I did get very isolated. And I think there's something about obviously keeping in touch with anyone, you know, one-on-one, but well. anything you can be joining in on that sort of a live thing, whether it's like Insta live or zoom or zoom pub quizzes, anything where you're part of a community. Mm. Yesterday I did a live, um, meditation cause I've turned into a full wanker. <laughs> uh, so I, um, I did, I did a, a an Insta live meditation because uh, oh, nice. and, and I and it just really helped me to be mm. in the community of others and seeing some of the messages so I would say somehow isolation is a great friend of depression and anxiety so we are all at risk and vulnerable right now so whatever it is that helps us be part of a community and live events that are going on or even watching some of the cinema and theatre and, theater and mm. concerts that are live anything where you feel you're doing stuff with your other your fellow humans I think can be quite reassuring and also telling people when I've said I'm upset and a couple of my posts during, um, during the illness were fairly candidly desperate. um, And I would never normally have been that vulnerable on social media and people were absolutely delightful. So I think um, Mm. showing your soft white underbelly and God knows all of our bellies are getting easier to see uh, during (laughs) lockdown. I I think there's no prizes for getting through this um, stoically. I think if you're feeling shit, other people will even be relieved that they're not the only one feeling shit. So ask for help um, and accept help and get into community activities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's feeling shit for a certain portion of the day, however good your situation is. But yeah, absolutely. How about piano? I I notice you, because we talked about piano last time, then you were thinking about doing it a little bit more so I, I did I see a bit of Elgar or someone else on your um
0: bark I did I did a bark, bark. Uh, nice. that was one of my four storms uh, one minute I was posting about that <laughs> next minute I was crying in my bed again it was such a good day uh, I could even send you I'll, I'll send you after this uh, a clip because it's my daughter's birthday on Monday and I've oh. uh, done a lovely little video of me playing uh, happy birthday for her so I'll send
1: oh, Nice. Can we play that in at this point in oh, yeah. the podcast? <laughs> nice. Play it in. Play it. Nice. In. Yeah. Well, let me just let me just pretend I'm listening to it right now. Oh, that's amazing, Callie. Happy birthday. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you yeah. just Happy
0: birthday, Ella, in
1: <clears throat> All right, nice. Are you just yeah. playing the chords or are you playing the melody?
0: You're going to have to wait and see.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Goodbye, can Callie. Tell. Nice that's... to talk to you.
0: <laughs> that's put some lead in your pencil, hasn't it, <laughs> waiting for that? Treats.
1: Well, if you, want to, um, if you want to see someone playing some Elton John chords, join me tonight or yesterday, as this is going out on Thursday at 8pm. Join me 8pm yesterday, Callie, for my Elton you are so John good. You... <laughs> Facebook Live. Join me yesterday.
0: It's funny because we started our our little off-air conversation was you asking me for any tips about sort of marketing, broadcasting, given that's what I used to do for a living. Um, And definitely one of the things we all know in in broadcast television is it's very important to promote the show that you did yesterday live, (laughs) um, that that we didn't get where we are today without little tips and tricks like that. So I don't think there's much I can teach you, to
1: be honest. (laughs) Nice, nice. Well, as we're talking about that, and uh, yes, you were... A top television executive for many many years uh, and when I asked you before the podcast started do you have any do you know all about this you went yes I know everything about this <laughs> well I'm gonna put you on the spot I want I want your number one tip about about uh, yeah comedians doing things live or online content Is, uh, do you have any yeah what what what, what yeah go on sorry
0: well, I don't want to say too many tips um, for commit because I'm about to launch a thing with, with the QI Elves. Uh, I'm doing an Insta Live brand new show with the QI Elves oh, in a couple of weeks, um, me and Neil Delamere. So you'll be able to look out for that. So we want ours to be way better than everyone else's. So I don't want to help anyone with that shit. Mm. But what I would say for Zoom, a couple of little tips on Zoom that you might like to know. Uh, one is, you know, there's um, an enhance your appearance button on Zoom. So you go into the <laughs> I settings. Didn't. I didn't. Yeah. So you can enhance your appearance on Zoom. Have you uh, done that so, today,
1: Kelly? Have you done that? I've today. done
0: I know it's hard to believe uh yeah if you click on the the arrow yes I have if you click on have the you? arrow uh no, not enough clearly uh <laughs> there's an arrow no you're looking it, good but setting... you know
1: you're looking as good as ever uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: There is a somewhere I can't see it right now but anyway there's one of the arrows to the left by the mute and the stop video um
1: yeah.
0: video settings you, you click on video settings okay and then there's one that says touch up my appearance so right. you can do that. Um, if you're doing, uh, if you're recording something where the two of you, you weren't expecting real tips, were you? But I like them.
1: them. I love them.
0: Yeah, you're getting them. You uh, so there's,
1: not, there's not enough of them online, actually. Uh,
0: well, there you go. Here's, I'm going to give you two more. Great. Uh, another one is that if you, if you you know, you can obviously record Zoom. So if we mm. wanted to record this conversation and release it, because it would go gangbusters out there, mm. um, then obviously you press record while we're talking at the bottom mm. of your screen. And then afterwards, you've got the option to save the file and you can edit the file yeah but the way we're looking at the screen now because we're because we're mirrored is not the way it will show on the recording the recording will show it as if the camera is pointed at both of us So the image we can see right now where we're looking Mm. is not the way we'd be looking in the final edit of what zoom would record. So Mm. what you do to get over that is you go onto your video settings and you untick mirror my video. Mm. One of you does, not both of you. And then the one, if you've unticked it, you get to see what the final edits going to look like. So if you're trying to look at each other and have a bit of a last Smith and Jones, contemporary oh, nice. Nice. Um banter, you you unmirror your video and you can actually riff off each other physically. And then my last one oh. is, um, you know when you can chat during Zoom, so like if I was on a work Zoom call, assuming I had a job and an income, oh. then I could be chatting with you now while my boss, our boss is on the line and our colleagues and Dora from the postrooms on. So oh. you and I could be chatting and no one can see that. But at the end, when Zoom saves the minutes, all of our chat would be saved in the minutes. So if you were saying, "Look at Dora's arse," she <laughs> needs to lay off the pies in lockdown. Dora would see that if she read the minutes. So I think that's a quite an important tip for people out there with real jobs.
1: Yeah, brilliant. That's excellent. Happy with that? I've gone right into the settings. I've now just touched up my appearance. I don't know if I don't know if it happens real time. <laughs> I think I've it's got just. Words. and i'm looking for oh yeah mirror my video oh yeah Yeah.
0: so now do you see you see it the other way around
1: and i see it the other way around yeah and how can i get myself alongside uh, alongside you i think this is good content this is what i've been wanting for the last week
0: it's got nothing to do with your podcast though
1: my podcast the subject of my podcast is now (laughs) how to use zoom better
0: it's a broad church. Yeah. Um, it's... so do, do you know about virtual backgrounds as well? Do you know about choosing a virtual background? Oh yes.
1: Background? No, I do I do know about that. Somebody pointed pointed that out. But no. maybe, oh look no. at you. But you see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe we should stop this, but I'm really enjoying it. But for the we we'll, we'll I'll maybe release some of this video for the um no. for the for the viewer. This is amazing. <laughs> this is great.
0: <laughs> so my dad my dad turned himself into a nautilus the other day and 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 nearly gave himself a heart attack because so i thought it'd be a shame if he if he died doing virtual background i'm just going to turn them off now and the way no, virtual great. backgrounds work best is if you drape obviously you drape a, a, a sheet behind you yeah, yeah i've been using my daughter's green sheet because she's stuck in amsterdam so i'm just going to turn off the background is that enough um i could go on but i feel like no. you and your listeners quite I the bang it. for their buck with that. i love
1: it no that's great that's great Thank you. And that QI Elves thing sounds very exciting.
0: Yeah, it's going to be called Live from the Stationery Cupboard. Do you get it? The spelling of stationery. Like, we're not going anywhere. I like it. And it's um, it's going to be uh, sort of what, there's no such thing as a fish. What they've done for general trivia, we're doing for the world of work and business. So we're going to be unpicking business and work facts, silly little stuff, and also coming up with a few little tips and stuff. So it's it's just going to be hilarious. QI Elf-fueled bans.
1: I love, I love QI and uh, my kids love it as well. It does span the generations, those QI elves facts, doesn't it? My, my son is constantly running in going, do you know this? And it's like, mm, yeah, that's great.
0: You don't know anything, has he worked that out yet?
1: <laughs> I know how to improve your background and your facial appearance on Zoom now. I know everything.
0: See? So it's been, uh, yeah, I hope that's uh, that's helpful to you. But please don't make your uh, online presence any better than mine is because I'm
1: still, <laughs> I'm not too ill
0: to be competitive.
1: Well, we've made it better today, Kelly. Thank you so much for... Coming back. I was waiting on you coming back and you were still ill like a week ago. I was like, come back on. And my goodness, it's been 30 days. I can't believe you've been ill all this time. I mean, my goodness. But Russell
0: Crowe was iller, remember. He was (laughs) ill for 100 days.
1: (laughs) He was surrounded by animals. He was fine. (laughs) You've got two cats. You've got two men. They came in two by two, but it stopped with men and cats with you. He had crocodiles and orangutans. Clearly, it's made up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I can't, I don't think the pairs I've got in this house are meant to be procreating. I mean, I don't quite remember the narrative, but I don't think that's what's happening. Is that the narrative?
1: Oh I mean, of course, that was the narrative. They were supposed to be having sex in that arc, yeah, weren't they? which
0: weirdly, my boyfriend and my son um, I haven't done yet. Uh, so long may that continue. So we've ended God. on incest and inappropriate relations. Is that a nice uh, jumping off point?
1: That's, that is the jumping off point I want on every one of these episodes. Um, I usually look for a Noel Edmonds fact, but as long as you mention incest, then it's fine. Have you got a quick Noel Edmonds fact for us? Have you got a Noel Edmonds tip?
0: Yeah, I've got a Noel okay. Edmonds tip. Nice. Uh, don't don't go to Champneys when Noel Edmonds is there, because I went with my friend <laughs> Louise, uh, and we had a nice room uh, with, a, with a patio view. Don't say anything uh, bad about
1: Noel Edmonds, by the way. It's got to be a nice, it's got to be a complimentary tip. And okay. the next
0: thing we knew, we got a call from reception. We were there for a two-night package. Two yeah. night, two girls, uh, all the champagne you're not allowed to drink. And uh, next to me, we got a call from reception asking <laughs> if we would mind moving rooms. And they gave us like, a £10 voucher towards some alfalfa or something. And um, we got we got moved to a really horrible room because Noel Edmonds and his then-girlfriend <laughs> got a whole wing of champneys with all the rooms with the patio views. And then every time we saw him at mealtimes in his toweling robe with his universal ordering demeanour, it was all we could do not to spit in his soup. So is, is, that a good enough, is
1: that a good enough anecdote? It's good, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I can, I, I might not include it because it's only, it can only be complimentary anecdotes about Noel Edmonds.
0: But that's quite complimentary because if you think about it, Shantley's really yeah. rated him. Um, they didn't rate us as much as they might have done, but they did rate Noel Edmonds. So. <laughs> And he wasn't too proud to share the dining hall with us all. You know, one That's of the nice. people he was. Yeah.
1: That's nice. Man of the people is Noel. He's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But was, his highlights I'm... looked a treat, I have to say, even in natural light with no hair and makeup.
1: Imagine how but. good he'd look <laughs> on Zoom with the face enhanced. He'd look incredible.
0: Yeah, he, wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't wear a Hawaiian shirt like you are. Almost <laughs> slashed to the waist it is. <laughs> I'm going to have to go and have a lie down now. And it's not even because of COVID. <laughs>
1: Right, don't have a lie down for 30 days. Stay up now. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh my goodness, so good to see you. Thanks Better for having me. And looking so good, but we all know why that is because you've touched yourself up. Thank you. The brilliant Callie Beaton there. Get her on Twitter, at Callie Beaton. You'll notice we didn't play in Happy Birthday because she sent me the link afterwards and it looked amazing. Believe me, it looked the most amazing, sounded the most amazing Happy Birthday ever. And then it was a prank. She wasn't actually playing it at all. My goodness. If she hadn't been ill for 30 days, I'd be, I'd be angry. Anyway, lots of love to Callie. Lots of love to you all. Uh, just a quick mention. Again, I mentioned their Angel Comedy just then. They are doing a patron, patron.com slash Comedy, Looking for your donations to get us through this time. Angel Comedy is an amazing comedy club. You'll know if you're in London, but uh, they really do support uh, newer acts as well as having amazing acts on there. I saw Eddie Izzard there a few months ago. Please go to patreon.com slash Comedy to support that brilliant uh, comedy club. So that is our show for today. Join us again tomorrow for more Psych Comedy Daily Dose. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows. Please give us a five-star review. Your positivity is needed more now than ever. Psych Comedy is produced by Mike Hanson at Pop People Productions. Check out uk. There's mental health tips from our counseling partners at threadup.co.uk. Or at Psych Comedy Pod, I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay optimistic, and tune back in for more Psych Comedy Daily Dose tomorrow.
0: Oh.